Peace be with you. Jesus says those words no fewer than three times in the text that Lindsay just read for us. But I imagine that the disciples were aware of anything but peace in those moments following the crucifixion. Angry and confused, grief-stricken and terrified, they'd lock themselves behind closed doors. We too find ourselves in upsetting and chaotic times, many of us now behind locked doors ourselves, isolated and afraid. As never before, the world is in disarray and all of humanity distressed. The coronavirus has stopped us in our tracks and thrown us into liminal space and in between time when what was is no more and what will be is yet unknown. Like the disciples following the crucifixion, we are betwixt and between, and it's not a comfortable place to be, but it's the place where the risen Christ meets us and offers us familiar, if not comforting words. Peace be with you. I invite you to close your eyes for a moment and take a deep breath. Imagine Jesus nearby Listen as he speaks your name and says the words to you. Peace be with you. Notice for even a moment, peace, as if it weren't something you had to achieve or make happen, but as something that is freely given, like grace or mercy. You can't earn it. You can't find it somewhere else. You simply choose to receive it here and now. Peace just is. And it's available in this moment, even in the midst of all that's wrong with the world. See if you can rest in it now for just a moment. You may open your eyes. Our anxiety today is heightened when we long for the past or worry about the future. But if we can stay present to the moment, peace will find us and open us to what we need. Moments like this are ripe for transformation, for new learning and for growth. I wanna suggest that there are at least five important lessons to be learned in this moment. At first blush, these are hard lessons, but they are lessons that lead to growth and to wisdom, and accepting their truth is a huge step toward maturity and deepened faith. These five lessons are the same lessons taught traditionally around the world during rites of passage when boys are initiated into manhood. They are taught in liminal space, like the one that we find us, ourselves in now, Women usually learn these things naturally as their bodies change in preparation for childbirth. But today we can all stand to be reminded of them. The lessons are these. Life is hard. You're not in control. You're not that important. Your life is not about you. And you're going to die. These are hard truths, no doubt. They're not popular or easy to hear or accept, 
but they are truths that we must face. The disciples faced these truths head on in their final days and hours with Jesus. When they encountered the risen Christ in that locked room, things began to shift for them. The implications of the hard lessons began to be revealed. The resurrection reframed everything for them, and it does for us as well. The five hard truths take on new meaning in the light of grace, hope, and life. Yes, it's true that life is hard, but Jesus tells us, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yes, you're not that important, but don't you know that your name is written in heaven? Yes, you're not in control, but can any of you, for all your worrying, add a single moment to your span of life? Yes, it's true, your life is not about you. Rather, your life is hidden with Christ in God. And finally, it's true that you're going to die. But don't you know that there's nothing in life or death or in all of creation that can separate you from the love of God? What good news for all of us the hard lessons are transformed by God's love. They become a source of the very resurrection life that we are to be a part of and to be participants in. They offer us a way of reordering everything out of chaos. The confusion and disorder that we find ourselves in right now isn't going to last forever, but it does change things forever. And with change comes the opportunity for growth and for something new. This pandemic is revealing a lot that needs to change. It's revealing yet again the disparities between rich and poor, black and white in our country. The wounds of our society lay open before us, like Jesus before Thomas, the holes in his hands and the piercing in his side exposed. Across this country, a disproportionate number of people of color are following, falling victim to this disease, not because of the color of their skin per se, but because of the chronic and systemic ills that make some folks more vulnerable than others. Things like the toll that lifelong trauma takes on one's health, or having diminished access to health care, or needing to maintain a service-based occupation during this pandemic that puts you at greater risk of contracting the disease, or having to live in cramped, segregated housing that fosters the spread of COVID-19. I wanna close by reading a quote from a recent Presbytery of the Peaks newsletter that was shared at a recent Ruah retreat held virtually just last week. The article is entitled, Let's Not Waste a Crisis. I hope ordinary life resumes soon for everyone's sake, but I hope our new, our new normal is better than what we've experienced before. I hope we don't forget the inequalities that COVID-19 has exposed. I hope we as Easter people live in a better, more righteous future live into a better, more righteous future, a more just future. 
If Jesus died for all, if Jesus was raised in power for all, if Jesus prays for us all and sits at the right hand of God for us all, then all lives matter to God. Let's not waste a crisis, the teachable moment offered by COVID-19. A post-COVID world is going to be different, I hope. And that means the church will have an opportunity to be different, to be different too. As good as it will be when we can be together again, let's be sure to look around the sanctuary to notice who is not there and figure out how to reach them where they live, to bring God to, to bear on their needs, their hopes, their desires and dreams. The good life is ahead of us, not behind. So says the empty tomb. So says the risen Lord. Peace be with you.